Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day Hello, everyone. I am William, and I am the storyteller for this New World of Darkness Hunter the Vigil campaign. Um, and joining me today, we have a number of players, uh, starting with Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I fuck. Who the fuck am I playing? Nina Sky. Uh, that's right, mm. Nina Sky, uh, uh, Union Rockstar, which always sounds weird to say. Union Rockstar. Rockstars don't have a union. <laughs> They don't need one. No, they're they fucking rock stars. Rock stars. Are there, is there no? Is there no musicians union? I'm sure there's, there's something. Songwriters union. Yeah, there's there's some, but rock star isn't really a pro- the kind of professional label that can acquire the, a union. I belong to the L.A. to the L.A. Uh, 101st Rock Stars Union. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how Greg got paid lots of money in Steven Universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Eamon Mulcahy, member of the Malleus Maleficarum and the other Irish murder hobo. And John. I'm John and I'm playing Sean Mulcahy of the Malleus Maleficarum and I will not be doing the accent because I have recently been both in a car accident, had a sinus infection, and just had my entire like physical body in pain and injury for a while, so... Uh, also, why he doesn't have any hair. No, it has nothing to do... No, I don't have any hair because I donated it to Wigs for Kids because... <laughs> I Stop like ruining the image, the illusion! I, I, know, yes, but I, you I donated like it I, after it got chopped off in the car accident. I feel like it's better to say that I walked away from the car accident with minimal bruising and cuts and then donated my hair <laughs> than to say I donated my hair because it got messed up in the car accident because it didn't because my hair is awesome and will make some kid a great wig. And Holly. <laughs> uh, I'm Holly. I'm playing Astrid Ashwin, uh, Knights of St. Adrian. Uh, and Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Drew the <clears throat> Lucifuge. Yep. 
And has anyone else noticed that Malleus Maleficarum sounds like it should be a, the demon one and Lucifuge sounds like it should be the religious one? Uh-huh. It's sort of enigmatic of different approaches. Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing Paul Spanner Phillips, the Aegis Kaiduru acquisitions expert. And sorry for missing a couple of weeks. There was a week where a bunch of people were sick and then a week where I was sick and some people were in car accidents. So... 2019 is trying to fucking murder everybody. I swear to God. You heard it here first. Bill Maher did not predict this. I mean, if you want, I will. I can post pictures of my car accident on Twitter. It's actually kind of awesome to think about. <laughs> but when last we left off, last two weeks ago, um, the the group had uh survived a siege overnight uh from a, from some <clears throat> mysterious creatures hidden within the mists that surrounded the the Nina's uh hideout after um Colleen had their new acquisition Colleen had fallen asleep and apparently caused these monstrous creatures to emerge uh from somewhere during her dreams or her nightmares more specifically um, after which they were visited by a mage by the name of Brother Kindness um, who offered to provide a little bit of information and history on Colleen and her origins um, while part of the group decided to go and visit this Brother Kindness in the morning uh, the other part of the group split off and decided that since they want, they wanted to take advantage of the daylight and go scout out the supposed nest of vampires that was on a plantation in the middle of um, central Georgia. This is not a supposed yeah. nest of vampires. This is confirmed nest of vampires. Yeah. But before we get back to all of that, the thing that I forgot to do last time when we did this, um, in a secluded dark room in an undisclosed location sometime in the future, an individual continues to give their report. And so, of course, this is about the time that things really started to become fucking complicated, to put it lightly. Uh, the individual says, as someone else uh, sort of raises their own voice. Yes, this is indeed where the report seems to become fragmented and somewhat complicated to read at best. I hope that your explanations will do a better job of enlightening things. Well, there's only so much that I can do with my words to explain the complete clusterfuck of events that all happened roughly simultaneously that put everything into a bit of a cascade down to the situation that we've got right now. But let's start, shall we say, with the events that happened in the conversation between our agents and this mage and the story of what we can only describe as the God Machine Chronicle. And so with that... You should have put the questioning upturn on the end of that sentence. That wasn't supposed to be in the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> 
the God Machine Chronicle. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's better with a question mark. Um. Sorry. <laughs> oh, just wait. Um. So with that, let's rejoin the group of Nina, Colleen, and Drew, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, who are at a small studio uh, with Brother Kindness, who is currently in the booth while the rest of you are sitting in the sound studio, um, and has sort of prepared to answer questions and provide exposition. Yes. So just to recap, he is in a soundproof room with the speaker on, and I believe we locked the door on him so he can't just... I mean, he can kick it open if he has some kind of power or he can shoot it open or something like that. But I'm pretty sure that's bulletproof glass. So we are reasonably safe for the moment. Yep. Um, And so he sort of leans back for a minute and kind of strokes that long, large, bushy white beard and sort of gathering his thoughts. Hadn't he just said, said something about God Machine? Yes. I'm sorry. What? Yes, the creation known as the God Machine. Before I elaborate further on that, I suppose I should ask uh, background knowledge questions. How much do the group of you understand about the abilities of the Awakened, my kind, about what we can do? Personally, not a ton. Um... I realize I should probably have Roll20 open. Uh, William, is there anything I'd know as someone who specializes in dreams? Someone who specializes in dreams might get you a bit of information, um, so you can go ahead and roll me an intelligence and a cult. Will do. Wait, that shadow run. You know what the worst thing about Roll20 is? It was literally at the top of the My Games page, and I just assumed it wouldn't bother to be there. <laughs> uh, you know what they say when you assume. Because it never is. Why and then suddenly it was. Decker being yeah. of any use in this interrogation? <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, intelligence and occult, you said? Yep. Two successes. Um, in particular regard to dreams, which you have a certain specialty, and you do know that mages have a much more active dreamscape <laughs> than most any other mortals. Um, they're almost they're almost typically lucid dreamers. They are they have a very particularly um, active inner self and their inner self is particularly potent in a lot of ways 
And there's a there's some belief among those who do that research that that awakened inner self has something to do with their ability to perform reality bending magic. Okay. I'm assuming I know very little. Yeah, you don't seem um, like the kind of person who specializes in mages. No, not so much. Uh, they're pretty. They, I don't imagine she's ever come across them as problems before, and she generally leaves them alone. Yeah. So. Her response is, I have no idea, and the only god machine I'm aware of comes out of, came out of uh, 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 California and is responsible for some fairly good EPs. So, <laughs> why don't we start with the god what now? God machine. And to explain the God Machine, I should first explain an amount of the base abilities of the Awakened. To put it in perspective terminology that is easy to understand, we of the Awakened have awakened to the fact that the laws of reality are just laws in a very similar way to laws of civilization are in that they must be enforced and that for those of us who know how these laws can be broken and reality may attempt to enforce them but there is still the act performed for then suppose in this metaphor the police to come and perform some brutality in response with I just want to point out that you said you're called the Awakened because you awakened. Yes, it's quite simple, actually. <laughs> That's so wonderfully explanatory. I'm just a huge fan of how many bands and musical groups this guy is inadvertently referencing while right? locked into this music studio. I should appreciate straight <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> So you're saying the police show up and I don't know what sting you? <laughs> I'm still going to need to have who you are explain. I, I like the idea that as he's explaining this, the camera isn't interested and is just going across all of these band photos that match the bands that he's <laughs> talking about. But for instance, if I were to say treat the law of reality that says that all things must be affected by gravity, if I were to decide to break that law, it would only be a matter of time before reality's police decided to enforce that law again. But because I know how, I have the ability to break it, at least temporarily. Right. I, you know what? I don't even know what to do with that. I'm gonna put. Up, I, I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna put that behind me, this, and say, what does it have to do with the God Machine? Is this the part where he one inch punches Nina into the mirror dimension? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just wondering if we would describe the werewolves' involvement at this point as sort of a rage against the God Machine situation. <laughs> <laughs> The God Machine, to fall to build upon that explanation, and that was a cold play. Greg. 
was the <laughs> attempt by one particularly ambitious mage, this Alexander the Fate Weaver, to create a device capable of doing what we do. I really, you're gonna make me quote Terminator or uh, fucking Jurassic Park to you, aren't you? <laughs> this is a case of somebody saying, I wonder if I can and not stopping to think of whether they should. I'm quite familiar with this movie, yes. You have to do it in the voice, though. It doesn't work if you just say the words. Us, you're not in the room right <laughs> yes, now. Yes, it does. No, I am, I am in the back of Nina's head. <laughs> but Oh, that's not a place you want to be. <laughs> Let me be clear. Or is it? <laughs> anyway, sorry. It's uncertain how successful Alexander was. <clears throat> His theory was that if he could create a device, a machine, separate from the soul and the idea of the mage, he could create something that could bend reality's laws while escaping the backlash that is typical of more extreme magical effects. Ah! Ah! Let, give something the ability to alter reality and not give it a soul to avoid consequences. Thank you, yes. Doc Webb, for subscribing on with Twitch Prime. You know what a soul gives you? A conscience and guilt and empathy. These were many things that were told to Alexander at the beginning of his experiments, which he carried through with nonetheless. Great. That said, Alexander the Fate Weaver does not exist anymore. Well, that's good. He, his place of research and about a mile radius around it was reclaimed by reality in a particularly potent burst of paradox. Would you say he fell into his experiment? Dark, darker, or, darker still. <laughs> or, or was he more a boy that fell out? A fallout boy, if you will. Yeah. See, we just went two very different directions with our references. <laughs> you know what's great for me? I'm running through an entirely different encyclopedia of references than the rest of you are. Well, Not making them, you will notice. That's good that reality did it. It saves us the hassle. <laughs> but th there's some presumpt... The way you phrase that makes the implication that the research or some result of it survives. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't be where we are right now. Indeed. The only thing that was found at the site of his former laboratory was an infant girl. God damn it. 
and a note which claimed that she would be the key to unlocking the god machine. The girl, who is now roughly 16, and in the room with you. I was going to say, yeah, we, 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 yeah. Okay. And because this is something potentially reality altering, uh, everyone thinks they can fix things the way they want with it. I suppose that would make it quite the prize if everyone believes that through Colleen they can acquire the god machine and rewrite reality as they see fit without consequence. Awesome. (laughs) I I think I just proved my point about how how their defense how they're all I'm sorry, about what? They're they're all demons. Th- that's that's the exact thing demons want. <laughs> Who are all demons? All of the vampires and shit. Mm-hmm. That's quite. And their problems doesn't matter what they are. They need to give. They need to be dealt with. Anyway, um, it's a bad one. Um, well, okay, that's information. (laughs) And I hope it's useful information. What I can tell you is that the key to allowing young Colleen her own modicum of control from what I have seen from us raising her is that she's something of a talent for siphoning energies. I'm sure young Colleen, he says, talking to her directly, sort of into the direction of the 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 booth you've noticed that oftentimes you're able to pull an amount of something from magical artifacts that you come across and it further enables your unique talents that according to what research we could retrieve from Alexander's work, is a sign that your connection to this god machine is growing more solid. And that your personal control is improving. I don't know if one leads to the other or if one is induced by the other. But what I do know is that magic and consequences are drawn to the god machine and to its attachment. So the longer that this goes on without the god machine either being retrieved and used or sealed away forever, 
the more the supernatural will be drawn to it. How does option B happen? I wish I could tell you. All I know is that it seems to be the better of the two. No shit! <laughs> I imagine it would take the god machine's own power to seal it away forever. Okay. Which would imply the need to draw it out with the right hands to then seal it away. Okay. I look over at Colleen. You got anything else you need to know? Uh, Honestly, that just sort of solidified stuff that I've been getting bits and pieces of for most of my life, so it it's not as much of a shock as it probably should have been, but um, uh, I'm not exactly in the mental state to process what questions I should be asking right now. Well, I can imagine. Drew? Okay, so Colleen needs more control to seal or help seal the god machine. In the meantime, anything to do about the demonic dreams uh, and all that stuff? Have you been afflicted with nightmares, Colleen? Colleen kind of steps up to the mic. Yeah, and um, I don't know if I just didn't mix the drug right, but apparently the dose wasn't strong enough. Or it's not going to work anymore. Mm. That would be my fear. But if the medication will not work anymore, I I hope that it might, but if it will not work anymore... The only solution might be simple meditation and control. Or drugs. Lots and lots of drugs. The key lies within your subconscious, my dear. It is your nightmares and fears that draw out the power of the monsters that go- that are called upon. The way that the Order has kept you safe when the nightmares refused to be abated was to use our particular talents. We of the Akashic Brotherhood are potent in the use of the magic of the mind. I do not know what those of you who walk the path of the mortals who stand in the face of darkness wield in that regard. Eh. <laughs> All right. So, are we done with the? Are we done with the questions at this point? Any other questions you have? I will endeavor to answer as best I can. Though, as you might guess, when dealing with things that are 
beyond the ken of the unawakened in many cases, a little bit of cryptic nature is inherent. I figured. Drew, any more questions on your part? Uh, I assume you're uh, associates probably aren't happy about all this going down. No, I suspect they would be rather upset if they learned that I had shared this information with you. You have good luck with that. Um... Luck isn't luck isn't a factor when you bend reality. Yeah, I'm gonna let that fly right by at the moment. Um, all right, if we're done with the questions, um, Drew, can you do me a favor? Uh. Take Colleen somewhere. I, w- I, w- I want to have a brief solo conversation with this guy. Don't worry. Everybody's going to walk away from it. I'll sort of take Colleen by. I will probably miss. Yeah, I <laughs> but I will try and take Colleen by the shoulder. She, she, she'll sort of lean into it to make sure that you get it yeah. uh, accurate and will follow you Don't out. slap her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Hey, let's go. Yeah. Wait until the door is shut. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of stand there for a second, then lean, o- lean over the console, turn on the microphone, I need you to be, tell me something. I need you to be as bluntly, as well as you know, be bluntly honest here. What happens if the person with the connection to the God machine isn't around anymore. There are a number of theories. There are some theories that now that the connection has been forged through whatever abomination of magic Alexander underwent, it will simply find a new host. There are other theories that she can't truly die because she is connected to the God machine. I don't want to test that one myself. And the third, and perhaps most um, concerning theory, is that her death would trigger a backlash of the stored energy within the God Machine. So there's no theory that is, well, maybe if the key gets lost, it doesn't open? <laughs> that would be that would seem to be if you've definitively ruled that out I would like to know that while we haven't definitively ruled it out that is but one very happy 
scenario amidst a sea of potential cataclysm, which makes it not worth testing. I'm not saying I'm walking out of here and and putting a bullet in someone's head. I'm saying if it comes down to somebody falling into the wrong hands and everything's going to shit anyways, there are possibilities, including it goes to somebody else so everybody has to find them again. Yes, there are um, other possibilities. Okay. That's all I needed to know. It's no, been... I don't really want to do this, but I had to I had to ask. Yes, it's been not worth testing thus far. Oh yeah, I, I don't get I am sure this is probably massively discussed as a well, can't we just Cuz that seems to be the kind of thing that a bunch of people who would make a reality warping, guiltless, conscienceless thing would consider to clean up messes. But <laughs> okay, Alexander was not the most stable of individuals. No. All right. Well, and yet you put him in charge of weaving fate, right? <laughs> So, it wasn't a title that we gave him. <laughs> that's that's more of a title you give yourself more than anything. Suffice it to say, we will take it from here, from your clear your your not you yourself. This is not anything against you. Your organization, your 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 people's clearly rational, sane, and capable hand. There's a reason that I came to you with information rather than and I appreciate back. that. Like I said, I'm not insulting you. I'm insulting everybody else who's like you. Um, <laughs> I, I, I honestly cannot argue that point. Cool. So, um... I could count I could count the number of rational and reasonable mages who have not been caught up with their own powers in less than one hand that I know of. So I go over and I unlock the door. Do me a favor. Wait about three or four minutes before you walk be, be, before you leave to give us a chance to get away. He nods his head. You're a peach. And I go, I walk and We're out. in Georgia, so that means something. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I go find the other two. Um, so while that was happening, um, taking Colleen out of obviously away from that recording studio which is soundproof so that's pretty easy finding like a instruments closet or a side room or whatever in this place that we are borrowing so it it sounds like it's been a rough couple of days for you. Uh, yeah, I uh, 
still processing that one, but yeah. Uh, I'll pull some, it's probably not anything particularly fancy, some sort of fairly strong alcohol out of my bag, but here. <laughs> now you're offering alcohol to a miner, sure. <laughs> hey, my ethics are complicated. She takes it, uncorks it, takes a swig. <laughs> I I asked you something when we first met and you weren't ready to answer, but it it is becoming more important now. As you've learned being locked away with them, by them, and other things that have happened around you, this is a world with darkness and creatures of hell, hell, monstrosities that walk through it. Some pretending to be human and some reveling in in the cataclysm they can inflict. I represent most of us represent a force interested in the protection of of people and the extinguishment of hell's servants upon this world. So I, I have to ask you again, where do your loyalties lie? That's a very loaded question. Because on the one hand, it probably wouldn't make sense for me to say with the people that I just met a few days ago who would like to kill all of the things that conveniently yet have been trying to hunt me down. Um... But at the same time, it wouldn't exactly be right to say the people that kept me locked in a closet for 16 years. Um, that's still formulating. But suffice it to say, I think I'd like it if maybe everybody didn't have to be killing each other to not die constantly. Well, it's not... It's not an answer I can help you with, but it's an answer you're gonna need to find. Do I think she's telling the truth? Um, go ahead and... It's wits and empathy, right? Yeah, wits and empathy. Go ahead. Two successes. She definitely seems confused. Like, I mean, she's 16. There's an amount of confusion inherent. But the 
it's very easy to take her at her word because there is so much confusion that if she honestly had already decided her loyalties, you wouldn't be certain if that would stay, if that would stick. If she, if she had said honestly that she was with you, you wouldn't be certain that would be permanent. All right. Um, so she definitely seems to be being honest right now about about not being certain. Shut up, Adobe Acrobat. That file is totally available. I was looking at it earlier today. <laughs> um, so, given my affiliation and specifically my sort of sub-faction affiliation of like essentially everything theoretically can be redeemed but if you have loyalties to hell or you don't like you don't have the right loyalties you have to be taken down do, do I have an obligation to fireball her right now from a... Not really. She's kind of, like, completely the opposite of being loyal to hell. Okay. She's right. not loyal to anything that is currently trying to kill her, and you would argue that hell is definitely trying to do that. Yeah, there there are the vampires. Um, <clears throat> kill and slave her, same difference. Okay. Well... Okay. Eventually, Nina finds both of us in a music closet. Yeah. And while that while that happens, meanwhile, there's a church fan <laughs> heading for a plantation. Uh, yes, there is. With uh, Ave Maria playing over the formerly ice cream van speakers. <clears throat> All right, strap in, lads and lasses. We've got ourselves a very boring two hours. <laughs> this uh, this song's on a loop, so get used to it. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> oh, um, Paul's gonna pull out a pair of um of of earphones, plug them into his phone, and um start trying to pull up GPS data on the, the location of the, the, the that point that the remix kicks in and you start getting the, the Ave Marie. <laughs> I was picturing it I, I was picturing it playing with the same general cadence of uh, and, and quality of the ice cream van speakers oh, oh yeah no, no, I mean, <laughs> quality yes but not the cadence okay <laughs> No, it's a, it's an Ave Maria remix with the vocals mostly intact, but the music completely different. <laughs> Paul jams the earphones in a little tighter. Um, uh, is is there much we can get on the side of the plantation uh, in terms of satellite imagery? Pulling it up on uh, well, you can you can Google Lane Creek Plantation. Yeah, that's what I'm doing, <laughs> and see what you can find there for satellite imagery. All right. <laughs> Please tell me I don't need to roll to Google. No, you don't need to roll to Google. <laughs> well, how old right. are you, Paul? 
He's <laughs> mid-40s. He's not that old. <laughs> In World of Darkness, once you hit a certain you, age threshold... There was a legitimate scale. Once you, once you yeah. hit a certain age threshold, you have to roll to Google. That's 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 fair. I'm, I think I'm right at the edge of that in real life. So, uh, <laughs> but to, but in 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 Paul's defense, uh, he does a little bit more casing of locations than I do. So, um, I shit you want? not. I used to live like ten miles from here. Hmm? Off, ten, 10 miles off of Lane Creek. Yep. Nice. South Athens, man. Hmm. Yep. So it's from from what you can gather off of off of the Google directions, it's just going to be straight up 186, and then left on Hillsboro, which then turns into Coal Springs, which then leads straight past the plantation. And you can indeed get a satellite, but okay, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking less at um, actually, I can do that in real life, can I? Yes, you yep. can. Okay, amazing. You absolutely, can get satellite view in real life. <laughs> All right. Google Maps making making uh, uh, world of darkness world of world of darkness slightly easier. Yep, you can mm. probably even walk down that street in virtual rea- in virtual. Um, oh, in Street View. I know. Yeah, the Street View unfortunately. You can also do it in actual VR, but probably in Street View. The Street View unfortunately does not get too terribly close to. No. Mm. Oh, private land, Georgia. That makes sense. Yep, yep. it gets close, but not not quite. Um, and, and in terms of, of looking it up, um, let's see. What you find based on the satellite view is that it's one massive plantation house with a whole bunch of forest land right behind it. Mm-hmm. And at any given point in the day, there's like 20 or 30 cars in the parking lot. Okay. Um, Paul pops out one of the one of the earphones and says, "Well, hopefully we're all on the same page. That just strolling right up to the main gates probably isn't the best approach. It looks like there's quite a bit of wood cover around. Maybe if we had to park off of one of the main roads, find a uh, uh, some sort of commercial parking lot nearby, uh, where there'd be uh, a, a decent amount of traffic in and out. Park there and then hike in over the woodlands." Well. Strictly speaking, not many plantation houses are still used as plantation houses anymore. Uh, can you tell what it's used for? I would look, but I'm driving. Sure, let me uh, just take a look here. Um, there's a, uh, a website. I'm pulling it up. It looks like it was made in 1993. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying that because I have a date. I'm saying that it looks like the original. Um, I'm surprised that there aren't spinning uh, animated uh, uh, images on it. But um, how 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 real world accurate is the is the website? It is a golf community. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, well, so it looks like if we want to take in a quick nine, it might be a good day for it. Um, hmm. Eh. I've got an idea. Um, and, and I'm going to Google uh, sporting supply stores. Paul Ladd. Eh. Forgive me if my terminology is a bit off, but uh, taking in a quick nine has a slightly different meaning where I'm from. What? Well, if it's a golf community, why don't we all stroll oh, up right. I, I, and, and, and play the front nine and get a look at it while we're out on the greens? A, a, a quick nine is a reference to, you know, that many pints. 
in an evening. And I mean, we can do both. Paul, I mean, Paul smiles. That sounds and like a good time. It's gonna, it's gonna depend on, on something very different in Nina's terminology. <laughs> I was afraid a... that's where Jack was going. So we'll, take, <laughs> so we'll take a quick nine on the front nine. <laughs> so to 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 quote earbuds back in. <laughs> I, I I shit I shit you not. This is one of my favorite quotes from uh, Starcraft. The I, I tend to go real slow making friends. I tend to give it nine rounds, whether that's whether that's drinks, bullets, or fist fights. It depends on the day. <laughs> uh, is it um, is it public admission or do you uh, do you have to be members? Uh, let's take a look. Liam, if you're going to include a golf club in your narrative, you're going to have to know whether or not it's public <laughs> or private admission. Yeah, because that's the highest thing on my list of priorities. We, you have to know. We're going to go play some fucking golf in World of Darkness, okay? This is going to be the most riveting World of Darkness game ever. <laughs> oh, we haven't even gotten to the dress-up. All right, time, so roll to see how... Ro 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 roll uh, uh, strength athletics to see how far, how close to par you get. It's I a can, public I, course. <laughs> I can spend hours playing mini-games in Yakuza, okay? We're just about to do that right now. In yeah, okay, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a public course, but it is, it's a residential golf community so okay. it's it, presumably anyone who lives there sort of gets benefits but it is a public course what do i okay. roll to putt <laughs> um no. dexterity and athletics absolutely not no jeremy's right it's definitely not dexterity and athletics i feel like it's probably a wits and composure or potentially a manipulation and composure role for putting, sure, but for driving, it's definitely dexterity. Yeah, at, driving athletics. Bad flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my worst World of Darkness games. When All right, what 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 do I roll to when, to select the proper club with which to bludgeon my caddy to death? <laughs> well, else? that would obviously be intelligence and weaponry. Excellent. I'm off to the so races. Here we're gonna. Socializing so, weaponry. So Wait, we're gonna stop. So we're gonna stop at a dick sporting goods. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I literally am googling where to rent golf clubs, and dicks just came up. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right, so there's, um, there's a dick sporting goods on 78 on the way out. So we'll stop there okay. and get some. Dicks golf is what clubs. we're being, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being I'm make sure. there, there is no better way to scout out a golf club than by golfing. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not wrong. I'm going to make sure we get um, Astrid's at least some golfing gloves that cover her knuckles. <laughs> That's probably useful, yeah. Um, Just so the love and hate are clearly there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, and yeah, and I think um, Paul will at least encourage everyone else to pick something um, golf course appropriate. But I think um, do you, do you all do you all get do you all get polos and golf caps? Oh my god! Oh. So, so so if Paul directs Eamon to get something golf course appropriate, Eamon nods, uh -oh. ducks in the back of the van. You hear him he rummaging around in a duffel back. bag a bit. <laughs> hey, could you? Get and he comes out basically dressed like 
a a very stereotypical hitman. Could you get my uh, while you're back there, Eamon, Can you get my coat and collar? <laughs> Paul, Paul just pulls out too. Fucking Paul priest on the golf course. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know what, lads? I'll tell you what. Just give me your sizes. I'll pick something out for you. We're in we're uh, in the south. We're better for uh we're better for a pastor than on the golf you're course. Priest, you're priest. Catholic. A priest than on the golf course. Yeah. I'm a really bad Catholic. <laughs> but the whole purpose of casing is to allow us to investigate without being identified. So something as easy to pick out as a priest collar might be less advisable than, say, a nice visor and, uh, yeah, a cheery polo. Um, so what if, what if let's I swing by any kind of shop and we'll pick something out. I reach Don't over worry. and grab a big, like, really broad, like that really broad brimmed, like, Western priest hat. And no. Like, what about this? No. Let's stop. No. 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 Look. I, I, I really I really appreciate that you're a, a big Clint Eastwood fan. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> but we are going to hold off. Um and just let me let me how about a baseball cap? I am I'm super excited to I'm super excited to 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 see him talk to a chair. <laughs> I am so many references so happy. Hitman Sapienza. All right, so we we get we get we get normal-ish clothes. <laughs> I, I mean, Paul Paul is going to pick out a visor, um, a um, sort of faded pink polo shirt, um, white and blue check shorts, and uh, some uh, some either some golf cleats. Yeah, between between Astrid's resources and Paul's professional training, it's not even a problem. So I, I know we're belaboring this point, but I do want to point out that golf courses are obnoxious because women can't wear pants. Sorry, that might actually be a West Coast thing. I mean, yeah, I, that's not anything. I don't want to stereotype the South too much, but that sounds like maybe a West Coast thing, but doubly a South thing. <laughs> okay, Astrid's wearing pants. Fair enough. No, think, it's not a it's not a South thing because you'll see Daisy Dukes on a golf course. Those are not pants. <laughs> um, it's not a it's it's yeah, a it's it might very be a, much might be in uh west coast people thing it also we- it also might be a fashion thing it might it may very well be a fashion thing on on golf courses but there's no like regulations against them at least not on public ones That's the, the, there's also literally a picture ones. of wearing pants on the website for later okay okay Fair so enough. i will save my stories about public golf courses for after <laughs> oh i mean i mean don't get me wrong that sounds unbelievably shitty but it doesn't sound like of all the problems that we're going to run into at lane creek think that particular one is not going we're to be only one. going we're only going to be having to deal with fascist nazi zombie vampires not fascist dress nazi codes. zombie vampires with with abhorrently restrictive dress codes when did they become zombie vampires i killed a zombie earlier and that... technically vampires and zombies are very close to the same thing no <laughs> no <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. So Put we a have bullet clubs. Don't care. We have outfits and we're <laughs> back on the road to Lane Creek. Yep. 
episode. That promotes very harmful anti-kindred stereotypes. Good. About <laughs> about an hour later, judging by traffic, you managed to pull up on Coal Springs Road to the left turn onto Lane Creek Drive. So I get out and the immediately the sun like bleach whites off of my shins because he got me shirt shorts <laughs> yep. uh, and also the other thing that becomes readily apparent are all the scars I've got on my legs and arms <laughs> it's John Marston just stepped yeah, out just, just in out. like a in like a polo outfit it's just like boom, hat on all right I'm good to go <clears throat> With with, you, are, with gun still holstered on hip. <laughs> nope, oh it's God. the South. No one questions it. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, hey. All right. I mean, if, 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 you, if you were telling me legitimately, if, if you are telling me legitimately nobody's going to remember that, Oh, no, fine. they probably definitely won't remember But I don't want that to come back and bite us in the ass. Oh, no, they'll no, remember no. the look. They just won't question it. Oh, no, no, you're okay. fair. You're, you're fair. Yeah, you're fair. You're fair. Then, then, you, then you hop out. Paul puts a hand on your shoulder and sort of turns around directs you back in. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, 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 fur, the further you get from a city center in Georgia, the more open carry open carry gets. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think in the in the what would clearly be a montage of this prep, there's definitely a scene where um, where Sean hops out and is like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to um, it, the next shot is Sean jumping back out of the the van, looking all dejected and having like a a, a golf pencil stuffed into the pocket where the gun was, was hanging over <laughs> sad and Paul's like ah. <laughs> that definitely happens <laughs> I, I look forward to once once the two set groups get back together uh, Nina and Paul drink with me and be like you're not going to believe what these fucking crazy people told us and Paul's going to be like you're not going to believe what I had to deal with with these people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then we have in retrospect, we're probably the social cell stealth half of the team, aren't we? Yes, we are. The, yeah. Then, then you have to do the same thing with Eamon, but this time it's making sure he's not taking his big-ass machete in with him. <laughs> I don't have a machete. I have a gladius. Thank you very much. Machete, and then cut to holding a nice wedge. <laughs> You can still beat someone's brain with a wedge. You know, I, 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 think, harder. I think we probably even have that conversation. I, can I can I hide the gun in the golf bag? Actually, yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. And make sure to put the rifle in the golf bag. <laughs> <laughs> And you just you put you put one of the club heads over the barrel, you know. Fairly <laughs> confident. I have a pistol. That was my mistake. I'm taking the right. I'm fairly confident there are like back ends of golf clubs, like the the <clears throat> handle part that you that are shaped like rifles. To look like weapons. Yes, <laughs> I, I am ninety percent certain. I put okay. The, okay I put the rifle back. It's what one in the afternoon. <laughs> I put the rifle back. I put okay. the, I put the Thunder Five in the golf bag. Okay. All right. We've reached a compromise. <laughs> the uh, louder of the two guns, but smaller. <laughs> um, uh, I can't Paul take is... my rifle. I can only take my shotgun revolver. 
Uh, Paul is is sorting through a um, sort of a, a, a larger billfold that he pulled out from the uh, around the small of his back, um, and is looking through, uh, sort of flipping through a couple different IDs, um, weighing the benefits of each. And he looks around and says, "All right, so um, what names are you all using?" Sean, Eamon, Astrid. <laughs> <laughs> Yes! I knew that was coming. Perfect. But time. it doesn't make it any less funny. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, so. the comedic timing in this episode is fantastic. Um, we'll go with, to make it easy, we'll go with Sam, Aaron, um, and Esme. Is that all right? Oh my god. <laughs> That's funny for two reasons that only Holly and I get. And me, and me. Yeah, no, John gets it. <laughs> so which one of us is Sam? You. It's the same it's the same letter. Alright? I mean, but he look, kinda looks more like a Sam really, if you if you really think about it in, in the long run. That's a pointing at Eamon. <laughs> we could Stockholm syndrome it. You're not my Swedish brother. <laughs> Well, no, that'd be make Paul your brother, and I'm Sven Tarvigsen no, from Stockholm. We're no, we're different people. Um, <laughs> I am very interested to play the golf oh, in the United States. <laughs> I wonder what like, the two of you are twins. You sound more. You sound I, way I, more I, like you're trying to do an offensive Indian accent, Eamon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Um, it's a new character. I'm working on him still. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So are, are you going to do... Is that the route we're going? So Sam. Eamon. Sorry, not Eamon. Fuck, what was his name again? It sounds, like, it sounds like Lars now. Is it Lars? Sam. Aaron. Aaron. And... Esme. Esme. Fair enough. Why, why do I have this strange sense of foreboding every time I say Esmine? I say looking at Astrid. <laughs> Shrugs. All right, you're in. Uh, I'm uh, uh, Bill Naughton. So yeah, so we're uh, we're all ready to go. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Bill. Uh, he he he, sele- he selects one of them and and tucks it into uh, his actual wallet and puts the larger billfold back. Um, sort of under his belt behind his shirt. Lead the way, Bill. All right there. Let's go up this way. Um, Eamon's just got a huge golf bag that clunks as you move it. There are obviously no golf clubs sticking out of it. Okay, we'll fix that before we (laughs) put in the rented golf clubs. Wait, wait, wait. Eamon, fuck. I mean, Aaron... Uh, I, I shove a couple golf. Uh, I shove a couple of a couple of uh, golf clubs from my bag into his bag. No, we rented enough golf clubs for everyone. I'll make sure that. It- <laughs> <laughs> I love that the wood and just- iron. Uh, you know, it, he's, he's he's got he's got the appropriate amount. Of course. I love that the twins are just giving Paul a tablet. <laughs> I feel like Astrid's bag has like the clubs and then like her axes just like sticking out the top of it. 
I mean, yeah, because sometimes you got to clear out some br- some brush from your fr- if your golf club gets stuck in the woods. Exactly. I feel like the, I feel like the compromise we reach on that is we turn them around and shove the axe part into the bottom of the bag and then put a little uh, club cover on the on the end of the handle. There we go. <laughs> that works. We are way over prepared for this uh, this. All right. Weekday afternoon golf round. So you you have you have your um, Benny Hill moment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> of, of trying to make sure that everyone. Yakety Sax finishes playing. Yakety Sax goes through the entire song before you got everyone ready to go. And we, I guess, head up to the pro shop. Yeah. And so you, as you approach the the shop to like sign up for uh for um for a nine, um the uh, everyone can go ahead and roll me wits and composure, take in surroundings. How many penalties is Paul currently under? <laughs> <laughs> Two successes for Eamon. Okay. That was a fire. Astrid <laughs> <laughs> just fire fucking shoot somebody. <laughs> for five damage. Somebody Every time. <laughs> like, Astrid, make a roll. Bam! Bam! I can't say shoot someone. <laughs> Sorry. Am I supposed to have it on sheet roll? Yeah, sheet yeah. roll. Yes, sheet roll. Okay. Attack roll automatically goes for whatever weapon you've got. Okay, two successes. Okay. Yeah, I got a zero. Zero successes. <laughs> so while Paul is too busy trying to wrangle Sean, and Sean is too busy being wrangled by Paul, <laughs> um, Eamon and Astrid notice that the um, the area is... Um, the people that are manning the the area don't look like your typical like urban white dude. Um, in terms of like the people that are on the course and that are like manning the booths, they look more like European like athlete white dude. Okay. Like hmm. every everyone, everyone that you see is I in. I want to break you. <laughs> sort of. Every 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 all all the pe- all the people that you're seeing like on the course and manning everything are very well built and very Aryan. Assume all Euro trash is our vampires because they probably are. It's the middle of the day though. Ghouls. Assume all Euro trash are ghouls. We don't necessarily know that that's not a only some vampires thing. So what you're saying is that this entire golf course is basically staffed by the 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 1990 version of of Dolph Lundgren. I was gonna say the bad guys <laughs> the bad guys in Blade, but I, the bad guys in Raiders of the Lost Ark might work too. <laughs> What I'm saying is there's a lot of blonde hair and blue eyes around here. Mm-hmm. They have come for our golf clubs. I didn't <laughs> see that coming at all. 
HVL. Ah. If anyone, if anyone around here starts saluting with all five fingers pointing right up at the sky, I'm gonna start shooting. I'm just letting you know that now. I just, just want to point out that last night, randomly YouTube hopping, I ended up watching about six different live renditions of Little Tiny Mustache by Stephen Lynch in a row. So this is hilarious to me. <laughs> and I'll point out, I think also Sean, Sean and Paul haven't noticed it because they're yeah, still no. walking up right. in a whispered conversation. <laughs> Paul is going like, no, I keep telling you, they'll be fine. You don't need to carry more, okay? We have one in the bag. It's daytime. I do like it. But I don't well, have all uh, of my ammo. So, uh, I'm so, assuming, so those I'm the, assuming the four of you are here for a nine then, says a very, like, Scandinavian voice. Oh, from, whoa, from you the, came out of nowhere there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Uh, as as the guy that has come to greet the the, the, the group of you is the only the, the first guy that you've seen that isn't blonde okay. but that's that's only because his hair is more of like a silver kind of going on um and he he's got uh like a series of different scars that sort of competes with Sean in terms of face coverage um and he's got this sort of like Russell Crowe beard. Um, like Valjean. Well, uh, like Javert. Sorry, Javert. Yes, Russell okay. Crowe Javert. <laughs> sorry. It's been a while since I watched Lemay. His names are. <laughs> Your names are intentionally the opposites of each other and almost each other spelled backwards. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. Um, he sort of. So uh, you're looking for the front nine. You want to do the nine forward or backwards? Oh, you know, hey, uh, what would you recommend uh, just to get to know the lay of the lay of the course there? Well, if you've never done the nine before, I'd recommend taking it from the front, just because the the layout of the house makes a little bit more sense of moving forward than backwards. Oh, sure, yeah, that that'd be great. Can you set up? Um my uh three friends here and me for that that'd be great uh certainly that would uh see uh, you've brought your own clubs we don't have to provide those uh do you want to rent oh. a golf cart oh yeah yeah that, that that'd be great there um you know what they say you know when you when you got to travel you got to bring your work gear and uh nothing says uh plumbing supply convention like uh like a set of golf clubs eh Make me a manipulation and subterfuge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I assume I get my specialization on this. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, fast talking. Yes. Yeah, and I think I think this is um, uh, accompanied by him. The end of that is accompanied by him sticking out his hand. So we'll see how that how that goes. <clears throat> Uh, All I heard was manipulation subterfuge. What's going on? Three success. According to Paul, we're here for a plumbing supplies convention. <laughs> and I think he actually you brought your golf clubs. Yeah, well, you know, traveling business, you travel but around. We're not, we're not here at the specific location. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. We're here. We're here in the town for the convention. Yeah. I and, got and, it. I but got we're here it. actually to goof off and play golf. And I think he actually, with that, sticks out uh, sticks out his hand, and he has a card that says uh, 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 AAA Plumbing Supply 
faucets, <laughs> uh, shower heads, and more. Um, and on, on the bottom, it says Bill Naughton, um, sales representative. So he, he kind of he kind of gives you this like this squinting look for a second, like he's trying to see what you're really doing. And then he just which kind is of, when Eamon goes, Bonjourno. Yes. <laughs> And that line is what makes him just go, yeah, that makes sense. And he just kind of takes takes the takes the card out of courtesy. All right, so the car still be, and he just sort of rattles off the the price breakdown um, okay. for everything. You guys have more than enough resources for it. Oh, that's great, there. Uh, All so, right, uh, your your first haul will be over there, and he points off in the <laughs> off towards this to start. Perfect. I- uh, let me ask you there. Um, it looks like you got a nice clubhouse here. Uh, when we finish up, if, uh, if if we're looking for something to to eat, maybe have a little drink, it's okay if we come on in. Uh, yeah, the kitchens on the first floor. Uh, all all the areas that are open to the public are marked. Just keep to the signage. Stay away from everything that's not marked because that's private. For the res- for the people that live in the plantation house and uh, hired security is supposed to keep people out of that. Oh yeah, hey, I saw that. Uh, looks like this is a, a historic building, huh? That you all turned into a golf course. Is that right? Uh, that'd be correct. Although I wouldn't have all the details. I'm just hired help. But it, uh, well, uh, you got any any uh, uh, signs? I love reading reading plaques. I yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Uh, got things scattered around. Uh, can we go into the old buildings? Oh boy, I, I I love history. Well, most of the buildings around here are actually residences, so people usually live in them. But there's a couple of places that's, from my understanding, are kept as sort of historical tourists' uh, attractions. Oh, you don't say. So some people actually live here on the golf course. Oh, that's a life, eh, guys? Um, he turns and looks at. Uh, I give, I give, the biggest shit-eating grin I can possibly sum up. <laughs> oh, look at Sam here. He's just oh, he's boiling over with excitement. And uh, our uh, Italian friend there, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Aaron. Uh, a salute to Mente. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, Aaron, I've I, I just given you, given you a bit of a hard time, but, uh, you know, good for you for picking up those, uh, those Italian books on tape. Good for you for working on that to better yourself. Uh, he turns back around and gives a wink to the, the, the giant silver-haired guy. You know what this absolutely looks like? It looks like those European tourists that pretend to be from a different part of Europe. <laughs> you won't know any better. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, uh, that's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul's is sort of not it, wrong. when he, when he's turning around from addressing these two issues. So sort of we'll look at um, uh, Astrid, <laughs> sort of mouths. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, so does does he say anything else about living on the course? No, nah, he, he doesn't really have a whole lot. He, from what you can gather, he's security. He doesn't live here. He's just hired to... And as you guys are sort of turning to head to the course, the he sort of looks at the, at, the, at the back of your group and just kind of in, like, switching to the proper accent. Bon giornata. 
Grazie, Sivu play. I don't. I, I think. I, I think you might be listening to uh, to maybe maybe two of the same courses at once. Ah, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, 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 you're such a kidder, Aaron. <laughs> Let's go get in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, As we get out, I think that went well. I think that, I think that went well. <laughs> As you encountered the guy who actually does speak Italian. Right. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going It's going just real great so far there, Sam. And, Thanks. I mean, um, Bill, Bill, you got a couple extra gray hairs, right? Right, right. <laughs> Oh, I'd be surprised if I've got any of them left by the time we get out of here. Um, <laughs> all right, so we can. Uh, are are any of the residences along the course? Um, there's a couple. Honestly, uh, the golf course seems to pass th- pass like a not on the course, but like there's a couple of hole. There's a couple of holes in the course that pass to the side of the main streets that the houses are on. Okay. So it's like if you if you look on like the Google Maps, there's like Lane Creek Terrace goes road golf golf uh, golf course road golf course golf course more golf course and then back to road. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I think we'll head out and try to play a a, a, a fast round and see how close we can get to them as we go. Uh, and while while we're going through, I'm basically keeping an eye out for any. Uh, houses that might have historical has like historical location signs on them or anything that looks like it was built for tourists that would be a little easier to access at night for like sniping positions and vantage points and Eamon is going to be looking at houses that look like they have the window shades drawn hmm. like if anything looks like it's being no sunlight here please thanks hmm. okay uh, whatever you want us to roll. Let's see. Uh, for an attempt to try and get as close as possible, uh, go ahead and roll me manipulation and socialize. Cool. Just to make it look natural. Uh, is this still fast talking or no? No, this is this oh, is no. There's, there's no talking no, involved so in playing yeah. golf close. This is this is you hitting you a ball in such a golf. this is you hitting a ball in such a way as to make it land near a house. Oh jeez, look at that one there. <laughs> that went so far into the rough. I wish I'd hit the bunker. Oh well, here I go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he's he's doing he's basically doing the Martin Freeman accent from Fargo. Right. <laughs> as a native Londoner, watched that season of Fargo and thought. Oh, he's really pulling that off. Yeah, that's <laughs> a mental note of that, I will. Um, <laughs> and um, all right, so I got one success. Yep. So it, it literally plays out like that, which is how you attempt to get closer to some of the houses. <laughs> Which, for better or worse, might do something. I'm over here okay. with a with a with a pad and a pencil, going, oh, "Man, he is not going to bring this under par." <laughs> <laughs> and then for 
attempts to glean which of these might be decent sniping positions, go ahead and roll me a wits and larceny. Ooh. Uh, can I spend a willpower for three extra dice? Sure. I'm gonna be looking real hard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there was also a scene when we were renting clubs where where, where Eamon got really excited when he heard that there were golf clubs called Blades and then got really disappointed. <laughs> yep. Very, quickly. Very quickly. Meanwhile, I'm over there looking at golf clubs like, I wonder how easily it would be to hide a sniper rifle inside this. <laughs> Too thin. Um, so what you, what you find as you're looking around, um, uh, the... The place that you probably want to get into, based on your observations, is the plantation house itself. Yeah. Um, but the and there's a variety of different smaller houses that are mostly residential. Some of which are um, more heritage locations. Um, but there is one site that is on. So there's there's a there's a circle. Um, right in front of the plantation house for turning around in on Club Drive. The, the, the house in front of that is mostly for like management of the golf course, but it's technically a public facility. So if you could get in there when no one else was there, it would probably be the best vantage point. But at the same time, that's like right off the main road. So it'd be easy to spot. That's the that's a a potential sniping point. Got it. Um, but at the same time, there's uh the forest directly across the road from the plantation house is pretty thick and pretty elevated. So okay, also, that might also work. Also um, and then for looking for suspiciously drawn houses, go ahead and just roll me a wits and composure. Uh, ready? <clears throat> nope. <clears throat> people have their blinds drawn, but sometimes people just like to sleep through the day and don't want the sun in their face. So, you know. Some people work at night. Uh-huh. Looks like we'll just have to burn them all day. <laughs> <laughs> Are there many other people, like, out on the golf course? Uh, there's a couple, but, like two or three other groups. It doesn't seem like it's a busy day. And most of them are those like weird, like Euro athlete people that you've seen. You don't see any like stereotypical middle-aged, middleweight, you know. While at one point, at one point while uh, Paul is doing his, Oh shit! I hit it! I hit it wide again, and and <laughs> and and trots off, and I'm still marking him down because I'm taking score. Oh jeez, uh, <laughs> yeah, my handicap is just oh, it's going right in the toilet. Oh yeah, no, you're definitely losing this one. Uh, I'm gonna just gonna pull out a cigarette, light it, and then offer one to Astrid. She'll take one. Light it. Just start smoking while <laughs> we're out there golfing. It is conveniently not a no-smoking course. Uh, curious, though. I'd imagine the vampires would want as, as little smoking as possible nearby. <laughs> Didn't we have this conversation during Vampire that actually vampires... Literally the perfect way. Yeah, no, way. I know, I know. 
because then you have to you have to act like you're breathing. Yep. Because you have to suck in smoke and suck it and, and breathe it back out. Yeah, it's just that some particularly uh, skittish vampires don't like cigarettes for Rotschreck reasons, but that's I mean, that, that's just the particularly skittish, skittish ones. You say skittish, I say give a shit about whether they burn to death or not. <laughs> <laughs> that said, most of my vampires smoke. Yeah, but we also know what kind of characters you play, and they don't care if they burn to death right. or not. And 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 to be fair. Eamon is actually trying to golf. What's he roll for that? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. What do we actually roll for golfing? <laughs> if you're actually trying to golf. Oh, yeah. Fuck. This is a competition now. <laughs> <laughs> that will be dexterity and athletics. Dexterity? Yeah. They're. they're, they're... Strength. You, it does, it does not require that much coordination. It, I would have gone to golf. Golf requires a bit more finesse than you, than you might think. No, I'm not saying that it involves none. I'm saying it involves a lot more strength than it does. Either way. Than it my, does my, my, my personal thing is you're trying to nail a range, so you need the fine muscle control, not just the raw power. Yeah, because if you just smack a golf ball, it won't go towards the hole. It'll fly into somebody's window. Right, right. That's where the athletics comes in because that's the know-how. Um, actually, honestly, to judge distances, I would actually say wits and athletics. Okay, also works. Do either one of us have a specialty in golf? I wonder. Yep. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Though that is now a new on and one of you secretly actually plays golf. That is now a new thing that I want I want to make now, a hunter that specifically like tees up golf balls and smacks them into vampires. <laughs> the reason the reason that I mentioned strength, by the way, is because thrown weapons are strength in athletics. Yeah, but that that's where throwing like arm strength really comes in is so Eamon and Sean are going at it really hard and Astrid just plays through him. <laughs> 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 that's what I say. A- Astrid has the best score of the group of you. She's the only one that's actually under par. <laughs> I mean, she also doesn't seem to be putting like any effort for. <laughs> she really doesn't seem to care. You catch the faint gleam. You catch the faint gleam of a tattoo on the side of her neck as she just brings the brings the <laughs> golf club back and. <laughs> <laughs> feel like we're being cheated somehow. You weren't stupid enough to take a bet from her, were you? No, no. All right. No, I only bet with Paul. No. I wouldn't bet with him either. (laughs) Because Paul is very clearly aiming for the rough and the deep rough. And it just constantly muttering stuff like, oh, geez, yeah, it must be all the, all the, just the humidity in the air. Oh, it's just real throwing off my swing. Oh, what the fucking type of golf do they play up there in Missoula? <laughs> uh, real cold. Yeah, you got to wear a parka and that's just, you got to adjust for the swing. I don't fucking know. Just <laughs> keep going up the vampire houses. 
<laughs> this is about the time at which you guys are finishing up your interrogation of the mage. Hey. <laughs> um, I, I assume we probably send an X saying yeah. that we're done ETA, something like well, that. Well, I mean... So when I find you guys, because I believe there was some question of whether I'm finding two people or one person and a charred corpse. So I'm not a charred corpse for trying to kill the Deus Ex Machina child or the MacGuffin child yet. Uh, uh, you no. were the corpse I was talking about. So as I understand it, you're probably looking around and you probably find like a small office or a music closet or something and we're both there. Open yeah. up a closet. She has more alcohol. You now. guys need... Open up a closet. See the two of them. See the alcohol. Do you guys need a few minutes? She says with a bottle in her hand. Are you done with this? Yeah, no, we gotta... I asked him to give us a. I asked him to give us a few minutes to go, but if you guys have anything you need to finish up at the moment, that's fine. I can stall him. I think we can get out of here. All Who right. Who looks at you and like, despite the fact that Drew never actually gets your face dead on when looking right. at you. There is clearly more confusion in that just like, what are you even? Oh my god, that's adorable. Um, let's go. Okay. okay. Uh, what do we... Um, What's the plan? Is that what you're asking? Is there anything else we need to do, do while we're down three shoot first ask questions nevers? <laughs> um, I'd like to point out that I'd like to point out that we pointedly stab first, then ask questions, then shoot and or light on fire. Thank you very much. <laughs> We've done it twice now. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> Unless you know where to find a god machine... I don't suppose that's something that you're you're William, is there a chance I can roll I mean, for that? This is the first time you've heard of a god machine. Cool. Aside from a band. I don't know. You're f I'm just saying you're your family ties are somewhat you're like what? grand like nephew of god um just like the black sheep side <laughs> um it, it's not that uh, are you saying you can't call uh, are you are you saying you can't call great 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 uncle jehovah no i cannot we 
we believe in our redemption. That doesn't mean we have been redeemed. It is Jehovah's spell with an eye. All right, Indy. Um, <laughs> There's no me in Jehovah. <laughs> so, okay, you just unload a met. You just in that short sentence, you just unloaded a whole lot, and I am looking forward to digging into that with you. But the the short answer is no. So. And I don't know anything about a god machine. Colleen, do you feel a pull in any particular direction? If I did, I probably would have told you by now. I, I, I assume so, but I have to ask. So i'm gonna say no we've got nothing that we need to do at the moment unless unless there's something i'm forgetting um and i think it's time that 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 we text larry co larry joe curly and mo the four stooges shemp was the fourth Shemp, sorry what did I say? You started it. You, you started. <laughs> oh, I see what I did. Yeah. I see what I did. Never mind. Ignore me. Yeah, you started <laughs> it on the. Uh, you started no, it on the pet no. boys, and then right. ended up on the. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Nina, Nina may know a lot about rock music, but she's also a twenty-something-year-old who yeah, I think that's probably never seen the Three Stooges in her life. So. Larry, Larry, Joe, Moe. Curly, and Moe is actually pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, it, you, you started on the Pet Boys and ended up on the... Statement stands. <laughs> so does Colleen's the four stages? Did we call? There were four, don't you know? Huh? I did not know. Sorry, Drew, say that again. Should, should we text or should, should we call? We should text. Yeah, ringtones going off around a vampire is not the best idea. I mean, ringtones are going to go off regardless, unless they were smart and silenced their phones. Look at who we're talking about. Those things are going to probably be max volume. Um, I'll text, um, uh, probably. Amen. Yeah, I I'm going to. Isn't Sean the one with the big guns that likes to be at a distance? Probably, uh, but in but, but I'm going to text the actual infiltration expert on that side of the team. Um, and just sort of, we're done. ETA need anything? What humorous text tone does Paul have set up? <laughs> Paul has nothing that's oh. humorous at all. It's a very small buzz. Because I feel like both Jack and I had a joke ready for if we had been texted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I as a player would love to pick something funny, but he very he very pointedly does not have a loud text tone at all. He has it wow. on vibrate. Why do you think I texted the person who knows how to be subtle? I was super excited for 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 for... Paul's back pocket to start playing like wannabe. 
Um, um, and now that we're out, I'll probably shove my little Bluetooth thing back in my ear so I can use the text-to-speech stuff. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, he'll he'll sort of mutter to himself, oh, geez, home office chicken in, uh, and pull out the text. Despite the fact that he's in the middle of the woods and nobody's nearby. Oh, Bill, you know, Bill is a talker. and uh, you know, <laughs> Don't break, boy, man. Don't break. His always used to say that the, uh, oh, no, talking to yourself is the only way to get good answers. So, <laughs> um, so what is the text? Um, we're done. <clears throat> need anything ETA where... Um, you know, general, like, what do, what do we need to do to reconnect questions? Um, Probably just one after the other. As yeah, um, he, he'll text back, um, target site is a golf course with historic homes. Um, currently finding out what we can. Um, no need for backup at this time. But if you want to work on your backswing, come join us. Backswing is tennis. No, no, it does no, it doesn't. That's Paul's better at this than I am. Um I I, 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 I drive. appreciate that you corrected yourself. If you want to work on your par. Um, yeah, so yeah. Drew will show if you want to work on if you want to work on your short game, come join us. Short game is pool. No, it's well. It's also <laughs> no. I'm just. <laughs> I... Jack and I are the punchy ones. <laughs> yes, we are. I'll show that to. Okay. Well, there is literally no part of my game I need to work on. Um. <laughs> That because you play golf all the time, or because you don't play golf? Because <laughs> she got game. Because game <laughs> that was being discussed was not golf. <laughs> she got game. He said, sounding very, very old. <laughs> um. Also, Isla, I, I actually. I, Probably, I don't. Clothes, but they're back you. at my. They're back at the apartment, and I don't feel like going to get them and then driving out there. Um, also, we're we're not bringing her directly back to the vampires. That would. Oh fuck no! That's the whole reason why she's with us. Mm-hmm. You are with us. Sorry, we're not talking like you're not here. It's just that it's all right. The monks did it literally all the time. I'm kind of used to it. It's not that we're talking like we're. It's not like we're we're intentionally talking like you're not here. It's just that you're played by the storyteller, so it's easy to forget that and you're there. Trust no, me, I understand that. Aaron is just <laughs> trying to find people's names and noticing that not everyone has their names in Roll Twenty, and also she isn't in Roll Twenty as a character because she's an NPC. Right. I'm bad at names. Uh, I think this was established by the fact that Jack was Jeremy for the first month or so that we played Grand Terra. Uh-huh. So anyways, um, yeah, but no. We are we are definitely not going there right now. Um, 
Well, shit, in that case. It's about this time. Probably still the most defensible place. It's about this time that Astrid's phone rings. Uh, okay. She'll, she'll go ahead and answer it. Hello? Hey, you hear Jonas's voice over the, over the line. I, uh, got some good news and I got some news, news. All right. When you don't even want to say the word bad, you know it's (laughs) extra bad. Um, good news is I've been keeping an eye on Jack Cross's gang, and uh, they've been gathering up uh, for a meeting with some other folks around. You know the uh, the uh, the mall they got shut down for a while because they found a dead body. Yeah, uh, go in that place. Yeah, that one. Uh, well, shut down again for other medical reasons um, for a while. Uh, and I spotted a couple of shady figures moving under total cover away from the light and, uh, some people who were fine moving in the daylight, but were carrying big, heavy boxes, uh, moving in with them, uh, into the mall, into the, into the mall, uh, shortly before Jack Cross's folks showed up and, um, Astrid, He's here. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'll pass it on to the rest of them. I'll keep an eye out best I can. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Lord provides. Lord provides. Hangs up. All right. Jamie Ditchy Del Pranzo. Hmm. Who? <laughs> what the heck? What about lunch? Hmm. Oh. Um. Are are we are we about finished? What 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 was I able to find out anything getting relatively close to the house or or not so much? Um. Sh- there were not a lot of people moving on the inside from what you could tell. Not a lot of activity on the inside of the, of the main house. Okay. Um, um, aside, aside from the guards, from what you're piecing together, these, these uh, highly Aryan individuals of various um, persuasions are, from your best guesses, uh, are doing, they seem to be trying to keep as low a cover as possible. Okay. Um, and and every time that Paul horribly slices something into the rough, um, and he looks disgusted with himself and pulls out his his uh, his golf cart and is is adjusting his score. He's actually sketching out a map of the course and the houses and making notes on placement of guards and so forth. All right, the goal hopefully being to have a um, you know an, an updated <laughs> list of notes that we can use to put together a pretty comprehensive sketch of the place. Yeah. Um, and then I guess if, if we if we finish our uh, if we finish our front nine, we'll uh, we'll head back to the clubhouse. Yep. 
It's about now that you're winding down your last eighth and ninth hole. All right, so let's go have food in the clubhouse and just relax for a bit in the shade. Yeah, and, and be um, be sure when we get in there. Um, just we're probably going to be surrounded by uh, what do you what do you call them? The ones that work for the vampires. Uh, this is very quiet conversation. When uh, a hired help. Hired help, blood bags, uh, people that get killed that aren't vampires that just happen to be in the way. Right. Um, okay. Well, for yeah, the moment, yeah, let's go with you're, you're talking. You're talking about the the local security forces. Yeah, whoever it is. What what, what was your take on that? Uh, that uh, uh, storyteller. Giant fellow with a with with the silver hair. Storyteller. Um. What do we know about ghouls, if anything? Uh, Roman intelligence and a cult. Okay. <laughs> the two of us that are vampire hunters. Yeah, I figured Paul does <clears throat> three not. Three of us. The three of us that are vampire hunters. For some reason, I had in my head that Knights of St. Adrian were werewolf hunters. I don't know why. And Knights of St. Adrian are actually primarily demon hunters, but uh, they, can also, they can specialize in vampires as well. I was wrong on two counts. Uh... Uh, intelligence call. They have a tattoo specifically for forcing demons into their into their true form. Fuck all, apparently. <laughs> Except oh, for Astrid. Three successes. <laughs> uh, we all so roll the same number of dice. <laughs> Sean, Sean, and Sean and Eamon both know the the typical idea of a ghoul as you're like your standard Renfield. Okay. Um, but Astrid, you know that ghouls are very loyal and sometimes mildly superhuman soldiers for vampires who can act during the day. They're not quite vampires, but that also means they're not quite as weak as vampires in a lot of ways. Okay. And, you know, with three successes, you know that Typically, ghouls are bonded to individual vampires um, and are loyal to them and them alone, which usually means that by pitting vampires against each other, you can pit their ghouls against each other, too. Did there seem to be anything, like, other than... Just from the casual glances we got, because I apparently... We, two of us didn't really notice a whole lot about the security services. Um, does it seem like they're anything more than just security guards? Uh, they seem to just be security guards, although very specifically hand-picked ones. Um, but probably what you would expect from what you have been led to believe are Nazi vampires. So yeah, just, I mean, security guards for Nazi vampires? Security guards for Nazi vampires. Um, so to... You, you don't think that the uh, the fellow we talked to was a ghoul? Uh, yeah. Did he seem like a ghoul at all? <laughs> You're asking the wrong. It's person. hard. It's hard to tell when someone's a ghoul. I'm um, so sorry, Astrid. I thought that was in character. No, I'm sorry. I was asking William. Yeah. No, it, I get. That. I, I'm, it, I get that now. That was on me. It's it's hard to tell when someone's a ghoul, 
But if you had to say someone in this staff is a ghoul, who would it be? You would probably guess the dude that looks like he's the head of security and looks like he could probably bench press a truck. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if anyone were to be a ghoul, it would be the head of security. But I don't know um, for sure. All right. Good to I know. mean, um, as far as we're concerned, anyone who stands between us and a vampire with a gun gets shot. So, right. But it really look, I mean, I would prefer not to do a ton of shooting while we're here on no. reconnaissance. No, 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 um, no. We're not shooting okay. now. If, if if you see others that you're you're fairly certain, um, can you say something like, "Oh, that guy needs to work on his tan" or something like that? Um, he he looks at the other three, kind of like, "Can you can you clue me in?" We'll 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 give it a shot. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Um. Oh, and he stands back a little bit and, and shakes his head, looking at his at his card. Said, well, "All right, there, uh, uh, Sam. I got to tell you, you beat me there fair and square. Um, well, our agreement was uh, lunch is on me <laughs> if I uh, perform like I usually do out on the links there. So come on, let's uh, let's go up on. Uh, I'll get us all some uh, some sandwiches and some uh, cold, refreshing iced tea. All right, Sa- Sam is like." That Sam was is, quite the expositional bow <laughs> of defeat. <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam is at like two above par. Meanwhile, um, what was the name, Bill? Uh, Aaron and uh, Esme. No, you're, 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 you're. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bill, Bill Naughton. Yeah, yeah. meanwhile, Bill is like 12 above par. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of pat Paul on the back and just sort of arm over shoulder while carrying the while carrying the, the, the thing looking very much like if Scarface had like a little toady that he was just guiding around <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, right. we, we've become uh, we're Schwarzenegger and DeVitoing it over here <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I do meanwhile uh Eamon's scorecard, he's sort of like showing it to Astrid, and he's very clearly drawn a reasonably accurate portrait of the head of security, but like with a kukri through the neck and blood everywhere. (laughs) Astrid's just like nodding in approval. (laughs) I do always love the idea. It's canon all over the place, but I always love the idea of ghouls acting as security for their vampires because it's like that picture you've seen of Jason Momoa with the two bodyguards in front of him right. <laughs> half his size <laughs> that, is always, that is generally captured as like here's the it's like the mini bosses that you have to fight before you get to the final one exactly exactly <laughs> boss people uh, so once we get inside and like sort of start getting food and drink and whatever, I am just basically casing out where are all the places that we're not allowed that we can see. And just sort of trying to determine where they are and what I think might be beyond them based on the structure of the building that we're in. <clears throat> all right. Uh, trying to narrow down where the vampire's coffin was. Uh, give me another wits and larceny just to case the joint. Yeah, Can I do that, that as well? 
Yeah, go ahead. Understanding that no, not all vam not all vampires sleep in coffins. That is just the term I'm using for his bit. <laughs> Hashtag not all vampires. Yeah, damn it, you beat me to it. And I'm specifically I want to take a look at what security systems they have. Sure. Uh, can I use willpower on this? Two. Yeah, absolutely. Powering it up. One success. <clears throat> so, uh, Paul, you notice there's no cameras. Like, none. Okay. Um, your only guess would be that vampires being what they are, they don't want any video evidence of them doing fucked up shit that might get somewhere. Yeah. Or okay. an entire country club full of La Sombra. <laughs> Which case you should run. Run <laughs> faster than you've ever run in your life. It, uh, I don't know, I, Paul is, Paul I don't know what the fuck La Sombra is. Go ahead. We specifically know that these are Aryan vampires, so probably not. If I'm that's remembering. true, they're a little more, they're a little more Spanish than 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 Third Reichy. Now I'm trying no. to think of which vampire, uh, which like group of vampires would be the most Nazi. Are the Nazi ones? We know because uh, we know which werewolves are the Nazi ones. Yeah. Uh, generally, when it came to nobody led the Nazis, but they, when uh, that's the great thing, all of the worst things that have ever happened in, in human history in the world of darkness happened be, happened by humans. Yeah, mm -hmm. vampires had where none of them had anything to do with it. But that said, the clan that most supported were the Tremere and the Ventru. Yeah, that makes, makes sense. Yeah, the Ventru especially makes sense. <laughs> I would have thought of them as being more involved in World War One, but okay. We Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, you got to realize for the vampires, the difference between World War One and World War Two was mm. Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, th those were two separate things? Yeah, those are two wars? Sorry, our machinations spread between the two of them, so it was all kind of one big event for us. <laughs> I thought that was two different battles, and we just decided, okay, the trenches didn't work last time. <laughs> Let's but try. we came up with better trenches. <laughs> and bombs. <laughs> All right, and so things that make for highly offensive jokes. Yes. Um <clears throat> so um with the two successes like I said you said you find out there's basically no security cameras. There's just guards. Okay. What about alarms or anything? Um buildings themselves. Specifically, no alarms on the uh, there. There are there is an alarm on the front door, and on what you would probably equate on the the, the doors to most of the um, private rooms. Uh, the places there are not alarms, which you find suspicious, is um, the uh, there's a term. Uh, the maintenance shafts that sort of that are that were like in an old fashioned house would be like the servants the servants uh tunnels that they would use to sort of get in and out of the house without being noticed sure those suspiciously do not have alarms on them 
Okay. At all. No, okay. There are dumb any, somewhere. Any of those that we can see into in any way? They're locked and they're like locked up, but you do notice that, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these alarms have like notable systems on the outside because it's new technology put into an old house. Mm-hmm. Um, but these ones, they have none of that. So it's seems pretty clear that they're not alarmed at all. I des- okay. I desperately need to know if there's a dumbwaiter system in this house. Yeah. Makes me happy. Would there be? <laughs> Um, Not all old houses had dumbwaiters. This one does. But, but pl- like, old plantation house. Um, and with the uh, the one look from Sean, um, it looks like most of the ground floors, like, presentry rooms are open to the public. Like, you know, your, your typical, like, your, go- your, your, like, your gala, your, like, big ballroom, uh, your massive like feasting um uh dinner dining room dining room um you're like open foyer your sitting room etc all the stuff that you would bring guests into if you were just living in this mansion are is open to the public but when you get back to areas that servants or like private staff would be in primarily is when they start to wall it off and do not cross beyond this point Vampires are staying in the servants. But I've deduced. <laughs> or the master bedroom, because that's again. <laughs> they take the dumb waiter from the master bedroom to the servant. <laughs> what, is, what is the what's the vibe when we really come inside? Uh, I only got a one. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know that you know that sensation of when you enter a like incredibly preserved historic site and everything smells like formaldehyde and sterilization. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. I smell um, dead people. Are there, um, are there any people just hanging out inside or is it more of the guards? Okay. Yeah. It's a security detail. Were we the only people playing the links by the way? Uh, there were a couple of people, but when you took a better look at them, they looked more like the security than they did like any civilians. Okay. So we're the All only right. people who don't belong so here. It's any other public golf course. It's theoretically public, but there's a very specific kind of people that go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul will will wave to the uh, the the closest security guard as they come in, um, and then unless it's immediately obvious where the where the uh, the dining room is, um, we'll say, oh. Beautiful day out there. I tell you, I can eat a horse. Can uh, you you direct us to uh, uh, to your dining room there? Uh, the dining room is that way. Oh, thanks, there, fella. Um, hey, myself. Uh, I uh, I know I'm not from around here, but that doesn't sound like a, uh, a, a a Georgian accent. Where are you from, there, friend? Uh, no, I'm uh, here in uh, working uh, for the summer. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> we're an exchange shop. We're an exchange. We are foreign exchange students. We've come to ex- we've come to examine how you grow your crops. 
I worked abroad a summer or two when I was growing up. Of course, I, for, for me, that was only uh, going to work in the Blockbuster in the next town over. Um, but that's great that you're getting out. How, how are you liking the States so far? Very bright. It's a lot of sun, not a lot of winter, even during winter. Oh, yeah, especially down here. Listen, I tell you, oh, boy, you ought to come up to Minnesota. Uh, we got some winter end at spare for you up there. This is a real nice change. You guys very clearly just, like, stop talking to me, and I can go about my business. <laughs> Paul my gets very, that. My very German business. <laughs> Paul gets that, but my Bill doesn't. Business. Um, eins, fine, eins, fine. <laughs> um, oh, all right there. Um, well, listen, I hope you have a good summer. Um, and uh, we'll head in the direction he was pointed. Never mind the fact that it's fucking autumn. Yeah, it's like, as we walk away, lean over to Paul. You know it's autumn, right? Uh, yeah, he's, he's... But, you know, he said he was over here working for the summer, right? Oh, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> I, I tuned out, really. The, the, just really wanted to shoot him. Yeah, well, just keep it in check. <laughs> um, and, uh... Uh, how old did the guy look? Probably like mid thirties, maybe forties. Um, and and uh, Paul Paul will also say, uh, not only is it not exactly a summer exchange program right now, but uh, unless all these fellas are in some sort of um, extended uh, education program, I kind of doubt they're on their sophomore year abroad. I mean, maybe they had to work in the mines right after high school and weren't able to go get a college degree until well into their 20s. That's a very specific sort of foreign exchange program. That's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, so, um... We have this mumble conversation down the hallway. <laughs> exactly. Um... All right, so the, the, um, the guards are doing the Scooby Doo thing where you walk by and the eyes just trace. All right. I I assume there's nobody eating in the dining room. No. Okay. For us. Um, Man, this sausage. People, interesting blood sausage on the menu. It's weird. <laughs> are there people on staff? Is the it, that are actually like there to cook? Is there a bartender? That kind of thing? Yeah. Or are they security guards standing in for those roles? <clears throat> You would assume, based on your first and second glance, that it's more the latter. Okay. All right. Um, that said, they do have a menu for you, and if you order anything, they will bring you food. Yeah. Yeah, I think we will. Um, you order the blood sausage and a Bloody Mary. Uh, any of them sitting at, at tables, or are all the tables empty? We'll finish with a blood pudding. Yes. Um, there's a couple of groups sitting at tables, but again, you get that same sense of here's some security acting like civilians. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, everyone looks too. Everyone looks too built. That's a okay. lot of security. Um, this is the KK right. Country Club. Well, we we we'll sit down, uh, kind of a polite distance away. He's not going to grab a table right next to anybody, um, and then just get. Uh, you know, a round of club sandwiches or something and uh, whatever we can get from the bar. 
they have, a, they, have a, they have a spe- they have a special on Wiener Schnitzel for the uh, for the evening. I I placed my order. You heard it. <laughs> um, right. So what our plans is, is to do is, uh, Sean, you're going to uh, figure out some way to bless the the water in the emergency sprinkler system, <laughs> and then we're going to light everything on fire. Pub's your uncle. That requires so much access that I don't have. <laughs> Light the sprinkler system. By the way, Astrid, were you going to share any information at any point? Uh, no. In fact, she seems very distracted right now, and it's she's not really eating. Also, not while we're in the club. Yeah, I, I was going to yeah. say. You probably yeah, that too. These discussions uh, within hearing distance of the vampire servants. No, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I think the actual conversation at the table is probably Paul nattering on um, about. I, I can roll for it if you want, but sort of about issues related to selling plumbing and shower heads and so see, forth. What sure. It, what is just just to see how well you sell these security guards on you being plumbing supply men what it ends up looking like and and socialize like it really looks like paul is some sort of like underground kingpin and we're just his security escort but because we have to blend in paul is doing his best to make it look like we're on the same like discussion level when we're absolutely not <laughs> Do either of you want to assist in this? Sure, I'll try. I will. I will. I will do my best to ask uh, leading questions about the state of plumbing and the 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 materials with which one applies plumbing to a house such as this. Roll me your manipulation and subterfuge. Or uh, socialize, whichever is better, honestly. Uh, well, if I roll a socialize, I'm rolling negative two dice. If I roll subterfuge, I'm rolling two dice. So I'm going to take subterfuge. But, and it's all from Paul. It's all stuff like, oh, you know, the best thing about chrome finish there is you can actually make the chrome finish uh, out of stuff that's just really just plastic. Now, if you're selling, trying to sell people on nickel, that stuff looks terrible when you try to use it on plastic. So that actually takes a little bit more. But of course, we mark it up more when you sell it. But, you know, people and think, oh, it's shiny. And like on the other side of the table, just Sean going, so what about... Gunmetal gray. <laughs> Paul, Paul so just basically every stares at him for a second. Ever. Paul stares at him for One a second. Success. <laughs> you don't think you sold them on the fact that you're plumbing plumbing salesman, but you may have actually sold them on the fact that you are actually criminal underground. Um, <laughs> like criminal dealers just here for a golf day and trying to set and trying to fake like you are plumbing supply men. <laughs> like, like they, they they might believe that you're Chicago businessmen at this point. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll take it. I mean, like, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I just have nothing. I have nothing. I'm working with nothing. <laughs> you know, Sam, 
The funny thing about gunmetal gray faucets is they only sell them to a very specific type of customer, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Much more through gritted teeth at this point. Um, okay. All right. So we um, finish. Um, oh, hang on. I need to make a roll. <laughs> oh, boy. Do we have a sense that that that... that of how this went which is when the paper football just hits paul right in the nose (laughs) (laughs) oh aaron you got me again there oh boy i tell you you fellas are a caution and a half um (laughs) i'm sitting here with a look on my face like i think we're done Do, do we have do we have a sense or do our characters have a sense that the perception of us has changed in that way or not really? You have the vague sense that the security are keeping an eye on you now, not as just your random civilians, but more as people of interest. Okay. All right. Then he's not necessarily pay. as like outed you as hunters, but like these people are more than they seem. <laughs> Okay. Um, oh, all right. Well, then we'll pay in cash, and that helps. <laughs> so, so basically, they're going to approach us, assuming we're smuggling suppliers, and they need things for their racist this militia. Oh, I could get you fellas a real discount on a on a nice chrome finished uh, faucet with a little swastika on the end there. <laughs> oh my god! Holy <laughs> <laughs> Please don't sell the you Nazi know, not that much hands, market. Paul. There's, there's, there's a bit more market than you'd so anticipate for that vintage Nazi plumbing. I do absolutely love that we have made a case for why it might have been a better idea to send the blind guy to pretend to golf. Like, it was physically painful for me not to make that joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you have filters that I don't, so. <laughs> Holy uh, fuck. We leave. There's a the content. We, 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 we leave. <laughs> I think we're done here. All right, so. I, I was so Holy glad that, that, that needed to not end up going to talk to these people <laughs> because he would not have been able to stop it. Something's like, okay, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> My God, dude. I, want, I really want to like script out a movie of this whole thing right now. <laughs> Oh, it would be great. Racist Nazi vampires. It writes itself. <laughs> yep. It really does. It's oh, it's boy. the fucking what the what the hell was that movie? The uh, 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 uh Dead Snow. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm thinking of, but yes. Uh, the World Nazi War zombies. II, the World War Two one. Uh, the like the comedy World War Two one. Top secret? Maybe uh, you're not to give us more information. Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious. Oh, Inglorious Bastards. First of all, Inglorious Bastards is not a comedy. <laughs> there are comedic moments. There are great funny view. moments, yeah. <laughs> but it is not a comedy. No, there it's are not. Funny but... moments in Friday the Thirteenth. It's yeah. not a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but you guys leave. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. 
the funny World War II movie, Inglorious Bastards, as opposed to the not funny World War II movies, all the other ones. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> we are. Craig is going to just. Yeah. No. <laughs> Kelly's Heroes is legitimately a funny World War II. Movie. Yes, no, no, it absolutely. That, is. that is fair. Yep. No, yeah, no. At some point, presumably, the entire group of us meet up. So yeah, we went back. I'm assuming we went back. I at least this is where. I think Nina was driving since. Well, yeah, no, I want to role play us playing the back nine. (laughs) (laughs) So, so uh, they were heading back to her place because it is still the most defensible place that they know. It's also her place so she can hang out and do whatever. Yeah. Um, Probably have sent some sort of text like me to as back at the place from this morning something that doesn't give any sort of address or whatever in case they all die in a gunfight but that's good holy shit will be clear enough Um, i'm not that smart but something something text text gets sent yeah eventually we get back in the van and start driving and then yeah while we're waiting it's just it's it's drinking and songwriting for nina once we're uh, back in the van, Astrid's going to share the information. So what how, do you, how do you share that? Jo- Jonas called me when we were on the golf course. Oh, oh did he not? Um, yeah, there's there's something going down at um, at one of the malls, the old Gwinnett Place Mall. There are... Um, there were people who could go out in the sunlight moving large boxes around, and apparently Jack Cross and his crew showed up. They get into a fight? Uh, did Jonas mention he, any of that? He didn't mention a fight at the moment, but he said he was going to keep watching. All right. Was there a firefight? Um, he, he didn't mention that. He's, it's something he's still watching, I believe. Did he say he wants us to join him there? Uh, I don't think so. Did we check? Can I make a wits and empathy to see if anything is being held back? <laughs> sure. Can I spend a willpower? Sure. Or, uh, uh, driving very recklessly, I am going to pull out my phone and text... Uh, and and and, te- Wait, and text. Paul leans forward and grabs the wheel. <laughs> I've got my other hand on the right, wheel. You're fine. Kill us all. You're fine. Um, and I'm just gonna uh, really quickly text um, uh, Orion. Do you need backup? Um. So based on your successes and what I rolled privately for Astrid, um. There's something she's not saying, but you have no idea what it's about. So, nope, Jonas no. calls you to tell you that nothing is happening, but he's keeping an eye out? Uh, no, I think he was saying there's suspicious behavior there. 
I mean, there's something happening because Jack Cross's group's there. Right, but uh, I mean, generally, I feel like our standard strategy, even for somebody like Jonas, is let the monsters fight it out and pick up the pieces afterwards. If they haven't even started fighting it out, why does he need to let us know? That's why I tech that's that's why I'm asking if he needs help. Uh you uh, a few minutes later uh you get a text back. Uh my text tone goes off. It's the beginning of it's the chorus of X gonna give it to you. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the response is only if Astrid wants to, wants to head over. And I look at it, I show it to Eamon. So what else is going on then? Where, where is this mall? Uh, Gwinnett, Pla- Gwinnett Place Mall. Okay. It's in Gwinnett. It's- it's on Pleasant Hill. No shit. As, as someone play, both playing a character and as a person who, out of character, is not familiar with the layout. Yes. Roughly, is it roughly between where we are and the other group is? Three uh, sevenths uh, of the people in the. In, where, in where is Nina's? Where is Nina's no apartment? Because I, mi- I missed actually arriving at Nina's apartment, so I don't know where that. Uh... And yes, it would be considered on the way. Mm. Okay. Warehouse district, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I did. I was very not specific because I don't know the area. So if it's, if it's warehouse side of Atlanta, then yes, it's on the way. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a warehouse. So it is a a. a Nina lives in a loft above a warehouse that she also rents out the warehouse spaces, recording studio stuff. That way, nobody she's not living be- above anybody. Which so, to, which to me of- says like Jonesboro. I'd probably be south. I'd probably be near the airport. Um, yeah, like near uh-huh. near the uh, uh, near Hartsfield Jackson. Yeah, those are. Definitely place names that you just said. Hartsfield Jackson's on the southern side of Atlanta, the south side of Atlanta. Yep. Uh, it's the big, it's the, it's a massive like area. It's, it's the of, airport. It's a place where the warehouses ended up going. And yeah, that, there tends to be lots of storage facilities and warehouses there because that's where international trade comes through Atlanta. And yes, going from the plantation to that area would take you past oh, yeah. Gwinnett Place Mall. Yeah, we'd have to come through Gwinnett uh, to get onto 285 to head south. So yeah, mm-hmm. it would it would be on the way. It would be a slight detour, but it would be on the way. Um, and and I apologize. I I interrupted um, uh, Eamon asking uh, Astrid that question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what did he ask her? What else is going on then? It's kind of a long story. We've got a two and a half hour drive. So I turned on the, the music. <laughs> Good. Um 
basically to shorten to shorten it um my brother is a vampire and i've been looking for him for a while (laughs) (laughs) i've i've been looking for him for a while Jonas just informed me that he is at the mall. So do you want to go to the mall? <sighs> and actually, before that, quick question should probably be answered first. Is this a shoot on sight situation or do you want to have a long heartfelt conversation before shooting? I don't know. Put that as an asterisk, then. (laughs) I honestly don't know. I've been trying to prepare myself for this for months, but I don't think I'll ever be ready. Look over at Eamon. If it makes you feel any better, brother, if you were a vampire, I'd shoot you on sight. Just saying, just in case you were ever wondering. I wasn't, but uh, can can you tell us what your brother looks like? Just he looks like a storyteller. Uh, he really does. <laughs> just so if we if we see him either now, if you choose to go to the mall, or. Uh, another time that way at least we will know who it is that we're dealing with what's his name archer i'm gonna go uh, out on a on a shadowy moonlit limb and uh guess that you might have seen him among the uh our, our, our midnight visitors last night yeah he he was the one with the tattoos like mine um Paul reaches out uh, to, to to pat her on the arm if she'll let him. She'll let him. I, oh no, no, it's like it was a real, real kick in the in, in, in the gut for all of us. And if uh, having just seen that, and then coming up against seeing him in person, I, I know that can't be easy. Um, if if Jonas doesn't need us at the mall, I, I, I'd say it's entirely up to you. He specifically said only if Astrid wants to come. I feel like I need to. I need to face him at some point. And putting it off is only going to make it worse on me. Well, I guess then we get Nina and Drew and everybody on board then. Oh. Just send nope. let yeah, just let him know and we can just head that way. We're about it's about halfway between where we are anyways. No, and, and and it sounds like it I mean it dovetails with everything else that we're doing. I mean if if uh he's tied in with uh with uh, the the colonel's people at the at the country club or not 
he's tied up in in the greater activities in the city and in one way or the other it's got to have something to do with uh with colleen and i guess i i guess our group doesn't know that the thing is called the god machine yet so nope. uh, tied, tied in with with colleen and whatever it is it's uh the terminus tendency whatever's drawing everyone here Right, so we go to a shopping center. We kill all the vampires except Astrid's brother. We let her decide what happens with him. And then, uh, yeah. Let's, um, again, let's get there. Um, Jack Cross and, and his group are there. It's already going right. to be a powder keg. So let's um, let's get there. Let's we'll do it quiet, like. Maybe we can um, isolate your brother, get him off to the side, um, and then see what happens with everything else. Because um, even if you want time to think about what's going to happen with him, um, and as long as we're all on board with that, I'm not so sure that Jack Cross is going to be. Right. All right. All right. Um, well... Let's get out of this ridiculous golf gear and uh, make some phone calls. Oh, music to me fucking ears. Mm. Pulling uh, off a shirt while driving the van. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and, and uh, I, Paul, Paul looks at Astrid and says, um, I'll go ahead and call the others. I mean, unless you really want to make that call, but I figure you probably could use a little time in your own headspace right now. Really disappointed that Nina did not get to see all of them walk in wearing golf gear. It would be it would be amazing, but I feel like (laughs) we're going to the mall to yeah we're going to we're going to a war zone now. We got to get battle dressed. Yeah, from a no, you don't practical perspective. You 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 think Eamon didn't sneak a few cell phone pictures of it? Mm. (laughs) Um, all right then. Um, uh. Paul will um, text back uh, to Drew, um, free to talk. Um, I assume that we've just been awkwardly sitting in the apartment unless... Nina's like, Nina's dropped about half-dressed at the moment, Is has uh, just a bottle next to her that, that she's taking occasional drinks from with her guitar and some 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 sheet music in front of her. And is just in the process of creating at the moment. And whatever everybody else, whatever the other, she's not really paying attention to the other two at the moment. Um, so, so this can probably be shortcut, but Drew would probably have tried to ask uh, the girl whose name I keep forgetting. Colleen. Colleen, thank you. Would probably have tried to ask Colleen, like, is there anything she needs in terms of like clothes, toiletries, whatever, and just I, I'm rich. Buy it. Um, <laughs> so you, yeah, you, you help her get squared away with whatever she needs. Because I, I assume she probably doesn't have a ton given her. Time. No, uh, I mean there's a like whole a closet of full of clothes that are her style in this yeah. apartment. Okay. So we can also raid your apartment for stuff, but just like sort of hand waving, get some of that done. Drew may not approve of most of the clothing. Drew will definitely 
emphatically steer her away from anything with explicitly satanic imagery. Anarchy, whatever, you know, ripped everything fine. Um, it's not all Satanist. It's... I assume your wardrobe has variety. Yes, there's variety to it. Yeah. Um, but but anything that's not just arcane, but definitively satanic would definitely right. get a, Are you sure that's where you want to go? Yes, yeah, she's sure that's what she wants! Comes yelled from the other room. You can't be not paying attention and paying attention. Pick a lane. <laughs> flash of, I have the power to cast fireball, bitch. You burn my clothes, we're going to have problems. I don't because it hurts, but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, but probably by that point. Yes. Um. Select the phone on the speaker main room. All right. Um, uh, and Paul will say, all right, how mobile are you? And then oh. I think... Hey, dude. How are we, how'd it go? Uh, not bad. Um, it looks like they've got uh, this golf course and they're using it as, as cover. Um, we're fairly certain that uh, the, the vampires there are using either the servants' quarters or the, uh, the master bedroom. We've got the whole uh, the, the place mapped out. We can go over all that with you, but uh, felt a little bit of a situation come up. Um, okay. And then um, he'll uh, quickly sketch out the uh, what what Astrid had passed along to them. Yep. Um, so from what I understand. Um, uh, maybe you all could meet us there. We could wow. find out what's going on. If you all have a safe place for our new friend to stay. Not That's sure the emotional wrong. equivalent of a Bring her along. dog with all the fixing that you just, that you just served us right there. Um, Paul, Paul doesn't respond to that. He, he tried to give the, uh, the summary in a very matter of fact way. Cause Astrid is sitting like, foot and a half from him in the van <laughs> neither doesn't know that no uh, i know I, I i totally understand that but i'm just yeah i'm no, just letting you legit. know why, why um, I, I, letting you as a player know why I i'm yes ending your response um yeah no uh um did Eamon just say what i think Eamon said What did Eamon just say? Bring her the fuck along. We're not leaving her off on her own in the cold somewhere while some people can scoop her up whilst we're distracted murdering shite out of them all. Well, so your plan is to bring her directly to them so they can scoop her up while we're there? Nah, you great knob. My plan is that she sits next to my brother while he's half a mile off shooting heads off so that if she's well away from the action but actually close to somebody, what can keep a fucking eye on her? He sounds I, very confident in, in I it. really hate that that is our best plan. I really no, like, like... Eamon immediately gets just the biggest shit-eating grin on his face. Holy shit, I had a plan. <laughs> I, am, 
I am almost violently angry that that is the best plan that we have, but it actually is. Someone who might not be the best at vampire hunting, but is rather smart. Can I think of a, a plan or make a role for what might be relevant to making a plan? Slash, uh, are we all gonna die if we try and take on an entire shopping mall's worth of vampires? Well, head to head, yes, probably. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I will yeah. also point out it, it. At least Paul is approaching it from the perspective that he doesn't know anybody here in this town, and if Nina doesn't know anybody to leave her with, then I don't. Yes, no, no. I, I understand what's being. It in terms of why people are doing things. I was asking the GM if I could get a role to think of something or have something brought up. Roll me... An idea roll. Intelligence and... Intelligence and composure. Oh, composure? Cool. Yeah. Uh, can I spend willpower on that? No, because this is just you just trying to think of something quickly. Two successes. Also two. So, it is definitely the plan that does not involve trusting anyone else. Uh, like of all the plans that you have that involve do that that do not involve involving anyone outside of this circle, that is probably the best one that you've got because it allows everyone to get into the action and not have to uh, not keep an eye on her and puts her at a maximum safe distance. But at the same time. You don't know how quickly situations can degenerate. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it also involves you... us entrusting her to the guy who was about to cosplay two mules for Sister Sarah on a golf course. <laughs> if, if, we're, um, if we're committed to this loud approach... Um, I, I'm not fantastic in a direct fight, but I it could stick with the back line and provide emergency support. Um, I, I think vampires are not. I can I can burn things. Yeah, that, they can burn real well. Yes. That is, I'm, that is, I'm more than happy to have Drew and Colleen sitting back with me. Uh, Alternatively, the group of us that are in the van can just go, and you two can just stay there with Colleen. And I hate everything about it, but most of all the fact that it really is the best thing we've got right now. Um, is there... Um, hmm. You said they've set up in a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not just us, right? We've got other. We're we're, we're helping someone out. Yeah. Uh, do we know anything? Anything we could use to our advantage beyond hoping there's not too many of them that we get overrun? I mean, is this an active shopping? Which shopping mall do I know anything about this oh. shopping mall? Oh. Um, Gwinnett Place is the shady shopping mall. Okay. Um, it's the place that I'm, I shit you not in real life got shut down for a while because they found a dead body. Right. Uh, it so is, is it, it, so is it active currently? It's, it's active. It's, it's about half abandoned. It is active, I mean, but. In I mean, this in story. the world of and, darkness, William, is it active? And what you do know right now is that while it is typically active, it has recently had to shut down temporarily. Okay. So it is currently shut down. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I mean, perfect. Um, better than better than 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 not. Um, I don't know if I've well I know that I do that that I don't because Nina is not stupid and keep this kind of stuff just around but uh, let me look at friends and neighbors really quick because I've not used that yet yep uh, temporary safe house social bonus endowments okay so this is going to sound maybe pushing it and I'm okay with a no. Okay. But do I know anyone in the union who might, you know, be particularly concerned about being self-sufficient in case of the city losing power and having large amounts of gasoline? <laughs> Do you know a survival prepper in the union? Uh-huh. I yes, feel like you I know a survival prepper in the union. I'm going to make a couple calls and since it's somebody who's 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 in this you know is in the know basically hey, we've got we we have a severe need of gasoline to handle a flammable threat well i can get you about two drums worth and we're talking like standing drums but uh you're gonna have to deal with deploying it yourself because i ain't got the manpower for that oh that's fine that's fine <laughs> that's amazing All okay right. i will i will uh, i will just let me know text me where to where where to pick it up uh, All right, I'll text you an address. All right. I've got good news, people. Are we still on speakerphone? I don't know if we Paul's have two... on speakerphone. Yeah. 
Yeah, we I have, would assume yes. We have two. We we have two big ass barrels of gasoline. You guys are all gun gun and explosive experts. I'm sure you can figure out something to do with that. I mean, you can't see it right now, but I've got a big grin on my face. I'm glad you said grin. I mean, one of those two, but I am a man of okay. cloth. <laughs> um, right. Cloth. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so... <coughs> all right, we just need to pick it up, and then... Look, I can only put so many plans here. I'm not. I, I'm not good on tactical battle plans. I got us the means. You guys figure out how to how to put it to use. So they're they're presumably not just hanging out in different stores. They're probably going somewhere central, like food court, water fixture. Haven't haven't been to Gwinnett, but malls are kind of same everywhere um food court water fixture somewhere central if they're gonna have a meeting uh problem with inside a mall is uh sniper fire is not gonna penetrate the outside of building um and it's it's very possible to get in subtly from uh, side entrances, but it is hard to avoid all the cameras and, unless they've shut down the cameras for their own purposes. So what we... Sounds like priority one is isolate Astrid's brother. So um, independently, what what's done about that can be determined separate from main group of probably Nazi vampires. Um, and then then we need to get flammable things to somewhere flammable where it would also be good to know whether or not oil fires can be the best thing for the types of fire suppression they have. Um, malls have decent fire exits but because they deal with large crowds but if you can bar or congest the nearest exit and vampires don't like fire that that could be a thing um but but all of that requires a fair amount of preemptive access to the facilities that it doesn't seem like we have um that all depends on how quiet we want to be. Yeah, if if we can be subtle carrying, well, oil drums. Yeah. For my um, for, for for my purposes, at least on a tactical analysis level, my intention was to get a hold of Orion and wherever he's at, get an update once we get there, yeah. yep. and then determine where the best place to pin in our vampire coven is going to be. But there's a lot of information we don't have and won't have until we get there. So making... Uh, I'll look up a map of stores. Sometimes there's places that... uh, 
lot of malls if a store is out of business if a there's no store in a unit they'll paper over the walls so that that's a yeah and i i assume orion can give us an update on where he saw jack cross and his buddies and where he saw these guys moving cargo yeah but once we if we wait until we get there rather than calling him now we'll get a little bit accurate yep also, also my um my biggest question is how are you going to transport two big cans of of uh, of petrol on the back of your motorcycle i didn't carry i didn't drive two people i i believe we have a vehicle because yeah, i didn't we I didn't, have I didn't one of the vehicles. you 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 ubered you ubered to the recording right. studio i, I can oh. um does anyone know a place in town that rents out u hauls or um yep. trucks? Did you guys I can spot a bill. What I'm trying to recall what you guys did with the vampire uh truck. He's still in our We don't need no, to no, no, not the vampire, the truck that they that they brought you in. You guys wiped um, it down and rolled it in the river. Yeah, okay. Most of it. We actually yeah. we don't need to do any of that because you guys are coming and picking us up. No, I, the, the plan was I thought you all were on the other side of it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that that'll take oh, twice as long for us to get there. That part. Well, yeah, get a go to a Home Depot and rent a pickup or something. Or does your buddy have a truck that you can borrow? Well, actually. Drew, let me let me let me see let me see where. Multiple people were talking. I have a what right? You have you have money, right? Yeah, I can. I don't have any connections. We're to... going to the shittiest used car dealership we can find <laughs> for a truck. And... Renting puts paper trails down. Yeah. Paying cash for shitty ass trucks. Is a lot less paper trail. Um, William, given my resources and Baxter, I think it's fair to say I carry a decent amount of cash on me. Yeah, and with five dots of resources, a shitty ass truck is actually not that big of a drop for you. You yeah. wouldn't even have to roll. Okay. Yeah, I was I was mostly asking, do I have <clears throat> enough to not have to access my like credit card or whatever? Yeah, no, you can okay. you, you you probably have like three grand in cash on you. <laughs> if not between if you your guys know somewhere we can my three. get get one under the radar, all the better. I my these are fake anyway. I don't legally exist, but that's harder to deal with. Yeah, no, we're good. Um, I'm sure I know some really, really disreputable, like super shady car dealership. I wasn't, I wasn't kidding when I said like you got two or three grand. Sure, slap it down. He will give you a truck. Right. Yeah. He will probably ask if we want the drugs removed first. <laughs> it's a it's a bonus if you want it, but you know, I didn't check. So yep. So we will buy a sh we will buy a terrible unmarked unregistered truck for cash. 
<laughs> to haul Sorry. our massive amounts of gasoline. We aren't on any. <laughs> we did. We just didn't get ourselves put on whatever NSA watch lists we're not currently on by virtue of this podcast. You get. You get a 1980 Ford Bronco. <laughs> With 256,000 miles on it. Yep. Please. Yeah, yeah but only please only about 60,000 of those miles are on the current engine, so it's fine. Right. <laughs> what was that, Jeremy? Please, please tell me that 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 it's got the the dixie flag on 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 the on the uh spray painted across the back yeah Uh, i was gonna say the hood but the back works too (laughs) yay now we're racist rednecks no no we are driving the we are we are driving a racist redneck bomb essentially (laughs) we have turned right up there is a thing um Camouflage. Also, there is a culture of the death second hand where you got a car that's got a problem. It's got a but it still drives. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's like rust red otherwise. It's got a hill it's got a like uh Hillary uh, elect Hillary for prison sticker on the back of it too. <laughs> no yeah, no because that's how you send people to prison. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, those stickers exist. They're all over. Oh no! It absolutely does. I was ima- I, I was imagining something like uh, something good and classy, like hate not heritage, um, which I have actually seen as a bumper sticker for sale. By the way, wow. God. But no, yeah, it's like it's like this rust red nineteen eighty Bronco. Uh-huh. Uh, with the Dixie flag on the back on the back trailer yep. or on the back gate on the back gate. Nice. All right, we've got we have a vehicle. We just need to go pick up some gasoline, and um, and then make contact with our our our, our, our snipers. And that's when I turn to the car dealership guy and say, "Okay, see you later." <laughs> <laughs> So, as you gather up your tubs of gasoline in this beat-up racist Bronco, <laughs> as you meet up with the other half of your squad at... <coughs> technically, technically, at your cell. With the other half of your cell. Uh, at Gwinnett Place Mall. As you pull up in the parking lot, which is mostly deserted, um, as you step out, you hear a whistle, and your eyes are immediately drawn to the familiar form of Jonas across the parking lot on his motorcycle as he slowly rolls up to the group of you and then sort of looks across. What in the hell did you just bring me? Toys. Solutions. And that is where we're going to end for the week. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.